Listen to Dungeons with Dudes, a podcast with dudes, dungeons, dragons, and flagons, every other Sunday on the Journey into Comics Network. Following, following the following a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. I'm a dude who likes brews. It's time for brews with dudes. Ah, juicy. And we're back for another episode of Brews with Dudes. I'm your host, Nick Maxson, sitting down here at the North End Pub with Mr. Casey Taylor. What up, guys? How are we doing tonight? Doing real good. Awesome. Just getting started. Just getting started. We're sitting down here with our good buddy, Sean. Hell yeah. Mr. Mr. Craft Roads. Mr. Craft Roads Bev, man. Uh, we, got, uh, we, got, we got a fun one. We kind of hinted at this last time, and... Uh, uh, we've been talking about it quite a bit. We're doing the Pioneer Night finally. Yes. Getting I'm in on it. for this. Yeah, we've been talking about it. How many times have you been on, Sean? This is my second time. Okay. Yeah, it was back in April. We I launched Toppling. I remember if you've been on two or three times yet. Yeah, be I know second. we've referenced you. We've talked mm-hmm. about you. Nice. I know. Because he's got the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's got the stuff that we like. So, so why, don't we, uh, why don't we dive in? We, we'll start drinking this first one, and then we can... Uh, or should we should we give a quick a quick brief... Let's, we can yeah. do a quick overview of what we're doing here tonight. Cool. Uh, as far Late as the program that we, uh, that we run. So um, I work for a company called Craft Roads Beverage. We're based out of Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, downtown. We uh, are not a big brand collector. We, you know, we, we're very meticulous when we choose our brands, you know, whether it's throughout the state, throughout the country. Uh, we only have one out-of-country uh, brewery, which would be Glutenberg in Montreal, Canada. Canada, and that's actually a gluten-free product that we do. And we're actually kind of dominating the gluten-free market with that brand, too. So uh, it's just good craft beer, you know, for, you know, two million celiacs that are in Indiana right now. They want to drink some beer. Yeah. So, uh, but what we like to do is um, with a lot of our local breweries that we carry, we don't necessarily will carry their whole portfolio, but if they want to send us maybe one or two beers for us to sell, what we do is we will, and they want to be a part of the Pioneer Series is what this is called. So what we do is we'll send their beer to Produce Food and Science Lab, and it gets tested for all the qualities that make a good beer a good beer. There's five points that they'll check for. They'll, t- they'll check for uh, nitrogenal, the nitrogen in the beer, the CO2, any, oxidiza- any oxidation, um, and then there's the mixture, which is uh, amalgamation. Amalgamation, I think is what it's called. I'm having a hard time pronouncing that today. I went online today so many times trying to figure out how to pronounce <laughs> exactly that how one. To say it. Exactly. And diacetyl. Uh, so it's just, uh, you know, all those qualities, you know, just you don't want to make sure that there's any no impurities in your beer is what it is. So we send that beer to produce food and science lab, comes back clean. Then we'll talk about selling your beer and it's just draft only is what we do. We don't do any can formats of those. We make it a little bit simple, easier. We would like to uh, sell the draft at a good price. You know, the keg price is uh, usually anywhere between, you know, 150 to 195 for half barrels and 75 to 90, $99 on sixels. So what we have tonight, what we'll be drinking, we had a couple from the tap brewery out of Bloomington. Mm. We're going to be drinking their social lager tonight. It is uh, honestly probably one of my favorite lagers that we carry. Uh, 
you know, now that I've hit 40 years old, I uh, like to drink good Kolsch's, Pilsner's, lagers. I'm a little IPA'd out these days. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, yeah, we had that talk where it's funny you start going full circle and trying all this stuff, and then sometimes you come back to the, just the classics. You know what? I think that's what people are doing these days. They're going back to what beer was. You know, whether, you know, just good ambers, good lagers, Pilsner's, Kolsch's, a good Porter, uh, you know, golden Belgian golden nails, Hefeweizens, you know. So I think a lot of people are starting to brew beers these days that are really trying to appeal to the non-beer drinker. And, uh, you know, so I, I just I really enjoy just a good classic, you know, uh, just lager, Pilsner, especially, you know, this day, you know. This time of year when it's hot out, dude. Right. You, you want know? something light. Exactly, dude. You know, mow the yard at 11 o'clock, you know, noon, you know, sit underneath a tree, have a good logger and revel in your glory of right, your, of you know, it's your beautiful looking lawn. We do weird. <laughs> like, we kind of pride ourselves on trying to find certain, like, weird beers, certain kinds of beers and introduce people. And this is probably like our calmest episode. Right. You yeah. know, which we talked about or I said something to you earlier about it. it would make sense that a lot of these being the purity thing like be lagers and be ales because mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. with different ingredients all the things that would go into making like a New England IPA or IPA is probably going oh, yeah. to more room for error yeah. <laughs> more room for error yeah. but I tell you what man the lager in my opinion is one of the hardest probably you know styles of beer to brew you know it's it's you know you've got to brew this beer at a colder temperature mm-hmm. you know those yeast you know the yeast is a, is a living organism you know and so if you have your temperature at 75 to 80 degrees in your fermenter those you know that yeast is moving around doing all kinds of things you know 50 55 degrees for lagers pilsners kolsch's you know everybody's a little sluggish everything is a little sluggish you know at that temperature so it takes a little bit longer for the fermentation process to happen so what we're going to do is we're going to sip on this social lager right here from the tap mm-hmm. uh the tap is out of bloomington head brewer jared may he's doing some really cool stuff down there um you know this beer you know he said he took probably about 30 batches to perfect this one right here and uh, he's won a few medals in the world beer cup indiana cu- uh, cup and uh you know on it's a four percent very just easy. very very easy drinking so easy. oh yeah you you could smash these yeah i love it it's very it's really very you know it's a classic american lager it's got a light body and pale gold color and you know it's very crisp it's uh you that's know, the word very I little thought. hot crisp. you know very, yeah. and that's the thing you know I, I have two words to describe this beer clean and crisp and uh you know it's and it's got it's a little bit of a sweeter finish to it too that i notice I'm gonna have to get more of that. That's, that's real. That's <laughs> super Especially easy the to drink. Glass. That's what we were saying. You oh yeah. Nice frosted glass, mm-hmm. that dude. And you can just smash. I that. would love for them to put this in package format and sell it on the shelves, man. I could just, I could crush mm. this all day long. You know, but you can go to the brewery uh, in Bloomington. They also have a restaurant, uh, pub facility on Mass Ave and Indy. Uh, you can get your growlers there. They sell 32 ounce, you know, can uh, growlers. Um, one thing that I'm starting to see, it's kind of cool. And, uh, I was just at a brewery earlier today. It's like, everybody's kind of got their own little canning thing. Uh, uh, when they, when you fill up a 32 ounce can, they've got this little machine that'll just do it right then and there. do it right there, man. I, I just twist on the that, cap. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Brokerage has that now. Yeah, I was at Brokerage Brewing Company. That's exactly where it was. Yeah. And up here. Yeah. Uh, we were just at Listerman's this past weekend, and they Good. do it too. Talk about some good loggers and pilsners, man. Corey up there at Brokerage was brewing some really cool things, man. I mean, I he, love Corey. He won a gold for in the Indiana uh, Cup for his uh, cream ale this past year. Yeah. And, he, he, uh, he specifically says whenever I talk to him that he likes doing the more mm-hmm. classic styles, but 
we're in a market that wants those IPAs, and he makes a yeah. killer IPA. Yeah, he does you know? make some but, good but IPAs. He says he has to. He, he says he feels like he's sneaking it in, like, like sneaking <laughs> in the shit that he wants to make. He used to be at uh, Evil Check. He was an Evil Check brewer for some time yeah. too. Yes, I still haven't been up there, but that spot looks cool. Mm-hmm. Corey's a great guy. He's a metalhead. He is so, a big metalhead. So we get we get along. He's a he's always listening to Ghost. Yeah, he's a big him. he's a big Ghost fan. <laughs> he's a huge Ghost fan. But very nice. I mean, both the you know everybody up there. Brian Russell's the owner of Brokerage. He does a phenomenal job up there, and uh, oh, yeah. they're brewing some really really good brews. So we've been um, up there podcasting. We went up there and did an episode for their Oktoberfest. Yeah, of course sat down with us. That was a lot of fun. Great folks. So I think we're I think we're nice and ready for this for the second one. What do we got here? Yeah, second one, we're going to do the tap again. We've got two from the tap, so we just had the social lager. Um, This next one is a really cool one. This one's called Nefarious Nectar. It is a Belgian golden ale. Uh, People get a little, uh, you know... You know, they, they get a little scared when they see that 9.2 ABV mark. Oh, on that's there. this one. It, it is. It's okay. A, it's, it's a big All right. boy. All right. You got to be ready for it because I is. was not. Like, I, I <laughs> drank one earlier and just kind of sampled a little bit, and it was one of those where I was like, I would have put it a little bit above the social, but not more than double. Yeah. All right. Let me see what we got no, here. No, no, but it tastes like a 3%er. That's the thing. Uh-oh. It's not cool, guys. It's not cool. I like the pepper. I like seeing that. Like, mm. I always tell you one of my favorite beers that I've ever had that you brewed was when you did that ghost pepper one. Oh, yeah. That was Our ghost pepper cinnamon yeah. stout. Oh, my gosh. It was monstrous. I... It was a little hard to drink at first because the pepper was very strong. But we ate, we, we, still, had, uh, we still have a couple bottles, but uh, we had them at about a year, year and a half. And it, it mellowed out nice, and the cinnamon was more prominent. Wow. But, oh, those first, after a month or two, I, right at the beginning of it when we drank it, you were just like, what the <laughs> fuck? You felt like you were taking a shot of just fucking pepper. Uh, See, I liked it, though. I liked yeah. it. It was nice. It was nice. We got to get back on it. We got we got a couple things. We got to. So that's the thing about like beers like that. You know, if you little little age a little bit, that that pepper flavor will really mellow out a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, but uh, but no, yeah, the, the nefarious nectar, very solid. It's you know very medium bodied. It's got a lot of complex flavors going on in it. Um, you know, with it being a Belgian golden ale, you do taste that coriander flavor in there. It's very yeah. floral. Um, you know, it's I got a little bit of pepper. I got, they definitely get some spices in this. Mm-hmm. The fruit's the finish. Mm-hmm. That's the, when yeah. I'm done, at the very end, I, I get the fruit. It keeps, it reminds me of a beer and I just can't put a finger on it. Have you ever had, uh, like Avery White Rascal? No. I'm sitting there, it's something I like and I just can't, it tastes just like and it's driving me nuts. It's a beer I like. But I do like the taste of this. Like I said, I like, I always have respect for beers that kind of take you on that little, Flavor roller coaster where you, you get all those little things, and at the end, they're like, yeah. Wow, that was guys, a ride. Yeah, I, I brought the Neapolitan, the Saga type oh, guys. Yeah. That oh, game, yeah. it tastes like whatever you're the thinking bug, about. Like this time, I I'm gonna taste Neapolitan. I'm, I think I've had that before. Is that, is that more on the stout side? Yeah, oh, it is. It is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we had that on tap once like, so hmm, years ago. I definitely tasted the chocolate. I wonder if I can get the strawberry this time. Like, oh, that doesn't taste like strawberry, or oh, I wonder, and it's. It's a mindfuck. Saga talk, Saga talk is, is yeah, that maple. top tier. Yeah. Every beer. They did a blueberry. Maple stout. Blueberry maple oh, stout. Yeah. That was just a big old lumberjack. Killer. On, and it was literally 
We have a brewery called Rochester Mills, which is out of the Detroit area. Oh yeah, I never used. Oh that. yeah, I've been saving that sample. There we go, and we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna do another podcast, and it's gonna be Rochester Mills. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna t- taste the twelve stouts of Christmas. Yep. Is what we're gonna oh, do. Oh yeah, right. That'll so, be that'll be a record. Our record right now is ten beers in one oh, episode. Oh my so. gosh! Well, records are made to be broken. Yes, well, yes, oh, they are. Didn't Sixth Street try that and then not finish it? Yeah, I don't know the whole story behind <laughs> it, but they were trying to, and then after they 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 released three or four of them. I think what they were trying to do was like they they tap one. When it ran out, start the next. And they got like three or four deep, and then they stopped doing You're it. You're going to have to just it do so three at a time. I'm down. I'll do it. We can do that. We're do it. Yeah, we'll do I'm it. I'm going to have to get a hotel here. Yeah. Uh, I'll do three, oh, yeah. When we're on three taps, you, that means you got to eat one for Oh, my goodness. Home, but, so uh, we, we can definitely get it in. No, tw- the 12 Souths of Christmas holiday pack, it comes out every year. Uh, you know, last year, was the that was the first thing we launched with Rochester Mills. They do 12 Whoa. different stouts, 16-ounce format. It comes in a really cool holiday-looking pack. It looks like a like a like a present. So you, you can know. get it in cans. I was well, just. It comes in cans. Is what see it that's all day. That's even easier. But, and that's I, what I we, we I would were rather do. Just uh, late to the party this yeah. time. Okay. Well, they do. So this Christmas, they, they no do way. send draft. They yeah. do send draft. Uh, you know, and they like to pick one account throughout the state of Indiana, and they'll they'll actually tap. 12 stouts of Christmas, one every single day, 12 days leading up to Christmas is what they like to Good. do. So I think they um, try to do that. So we actually, you know, funny thing, we're drinking the tap. That's where the event was held at last year. Nice. It was at the tap on Mass Ave. See, we can do cans. I'm a can drinker. Cans are the way to go. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's really cool. I'll get some up here in Lafayette when they're available. Um, you know, they're, they'll retail anywhere between $28.99 to $31.99. You know, it's great price. Dude, That's super it. friendly. Yeah. I mean, you get one of each. You know, you got flavors like toasted marshmallow, blueberry pancake you get uh, ninja turtle you know chocolate cheesecake a blonde i mean it's no, just I'm in on that every year they do something this we have no idea what the flavors are going to be this that's year cool. so uh, that comes towards the end of the random band challenge too yes it does that's right up against it so that's always mm-hmm. we always we normally random band challenge that's gonna fun be so december fun. like that's always a good month for us but yeah last year we did the random band challenge where people okay. just basically were like you know, guitarist, every instrument, and it was just basically each grouping. You just pick the name. You throw, so you throw your yep. name in the hat, say, like, this is my name, and this is the instrument I play. And then you would separate, you know, the guitarist and the drummer, and you would pick a band. Okay. So you would play with random people and form a <laughs> random band. Uh, no, and I one like of them it. was Slayer, like, Ray, like Slay, like Santa Slay. So it was like a thrash Spe- band yeah. that was all That's about Christmas Slayer. songs, and they dressed up all holiday-like. S-L-E-I-G-H-E-R. It went great. It was a blast. Yes. 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 All right. Yes. Them boys. Austin Hill. Them boys. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was oh, wild. That's good stuff. So, so yeah, that's nefarious nectar from the tap. I mean, that was great. Uh, you know, both of those beers are very, very solid. Those are the two that we sell from them. You know, there's always opportunity for more beers to, to be sent our way from them. Mm-hmm. And um, but no, they're uh, Jared May down there is brewing some really good stuff, and uh, I, I highly recommend. Uh, you know, if you're ever in Bloomington, check them out. Very cool facility. Very cool pub. You know, they got a nice stage that's behind their bar, kind of looking down Whoa. on the crowd, dude. I, I, I love the setup of that place. I've I want to check it out. I'm really, really impressed. Right off of Kirkwood. Cool. So we're, we're, we're moving away, though. We're moving away from the tap. And we're, we're moving mo- from the tap, and we're heading up north. All right. Uh, we've got the Crown Point, uh, Indiana. So we've got the Crown Brewery is what we have here. Which we've uh, had the dude. We've had the dude. 
Oh That's yeah, same brewery. You guys had the oh, dude. Okay. We've had oh, we before. had yeah. the dude, white Russian Java Porter. I love that beer. I'm a huge Big Lebowski fan. Mm-hmm. You know, just the name of it right there. I knew I was gonna love it. Uh, so we'll sell more of the dude during fall, winter time, Absolutely. you know, early spring. Uh, we saw the sales kind of slow down a little bit right around this time. So we're like, look, maybe we can get something else from them. They sent us this wonderful raspberry wheat called the Flame Rouge. All right, so this is a 5.6% raspberry wheat. Um, you know, it's just a, a wonderful patio drinking beer. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's got raspberry puree. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, I think they're talking like 100 pounds of raspberry puree in every 20-barrel mm. batch is what you're looking it's at. Super it's super easy drinker. Mm-hmm. It's got a nice, what did you say, is that a pink, a pink hue? It's got a little light pink hue to it, yep. So I mean that that shows you that it's a very well balanced beer. It's not going to be really overly bored with over with the with the raspberry. This is a beer that I'm that I've got as my side my side cart. That's your side beer right now. My side beer is is the uh, the <laughs> what, what do we the uh, the rouge, the flame rouge, flame rouge. Oh no, my phone. Um, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Have you had the soft parade by uh, Shorts? Soft parade by yeah. shorts, yeah. That, yeah. That's what I, I see that on the market. I haven't had it yet. Yeah, that just hit the uh, that just hit the shelves at the stores that I. That's what kind of reminds me. It's another good beer, but this is a great summer beer. It is kind of funny how seasonal you have to be in the beer game these mm-hmm. days. It's almost like quarterly, and now we're into these summer beers, and it's like you almost have to have these light, fruitful beers as an option. Well, we didn't even think about that, you know, when we brought the dude in. You know, that's like, this right. just happened within the past month, month and a half. We're like, look, we should probably get something else to sell from from Crown. And, uh, you know, Crown is, you know, they've been around, uh, trying to think, uh, Crown Point, Indiana. They're actually in an old Crown Brewing facility. There is a an old brewery that started in 1862 called Crown Brewing Company. It was hmm. uh, actually called French Brewing Company out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. So they actually uh, closed down in 1916. They tried remodeling the, the brewery, the building, for many, many years. Um, so they actually, uh, in 2008... Tim Walsh and Dave Bryan bought it. They've been brewing beer up there. Uh, I've had their green tea IPA uh, mm. before. I mean, that's a pretty interesting IPA. Uh, but the dude, White Russia Java Porter, I love drinking that beer. What they do is they take their Crown Brown Porter, which is actually a medal winner at World Beer Cup, and they mix it with their White Russian Java uh, uh, cold brew. That's oh, what they do. Oh, cool. Yeah. But that's no, that's one stuff. thing about these beers I've noticed is, man, that aftertaste is so... It's just so smooth. Like, all these beers are so smooth. There's no They're just very easy drinking. After. Yeah, no. like, there's nothing Even like... the 9%ers. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Even the 9%ers. God, very, very easy drinking. So, I think we're I think we're on the last beer. Is it the last we one? Are, yeah, yep. we only did four tonight. Uh, another brewery that we do the Pioneer Series with is called Schnitz Brewery and Pub, and they are located in Jasper, Indiana. This Jasper. is a very big German community. I mean, you're, it's, it's kind of close to, uh, to, like, the Vincennes area. Um, like right off of, like, 64. 64 kind of goes east to west down there, very close to Kentucky, um, if you guys are ever looking for Jasper in that area. But... Uh, it actually was a restaurant for years. It was called uh, Schnitzel Bank Restaurant, and it started in 1961. And they didn't really start brewing beer until, you know, recently, in 2015. 
So they're a little bit more on the German style. You know, they got some, you know, cream ale, some Hefeweizens, and uh, we got this wonderful blonde ale today. Mm. Uh, it's more of a traditional German Weissbier. 50% wheat, 50% barley, and it's got German hops added to it. Ooh. I like that. It's got, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the nefarious nectar, a little bit on that coriander side, but it does have a lot of different, you know, adjuncts and flavors to it, too. Um, now, did I, I see this this win gold at the Indiana Beer Cup? This actually right? did win gold. They, they've won multiple. Yeah, it did win gold. Um, I mean, that's pretty legit. Like, I don't oh, yeah. care what anything you're in 2017 gold medal winner at the indiana brewers cup was this one right mm, here that's respect anytime i go to a brewery and you start seeing the medals and the awards mm-hmm. like, like, all just, right yeah. all right you got you got the cred yeah especially more in today's just- world because it's so much more serious like i've had beers before that i saw as award winners and then it was like they won it in the mid 90s and the competition probably wasn't as heavy as it is different now. Different brewers, you get yeah. different brewers. There's so many things that could go in and to play with, which would make that beer just not taste like that again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. Just, and then when you see like a recent winner, mm-hmm. I gotta, I, I would love to see those numbers at some of these events. What the entrants were and the participants and the amount of people in like the '90s versus now. Because yep. I got to think the numbers are just... Well, people are working with so many different types of hops and, you know, malts. And, you know, it's just there's, you know, different types of, uh, you know, kettles and, you know, just different brewing facilities that people are doing. Just, you know, different styles of brewing. There's the whole gravity system that people use where you've got, you know, your mash on top, then your fermenter, and then your bright take on the bottom. And, uh, you know... This, it, this, this big-time brewing, like, especially doing different styles, like... It's it's a it's a new thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's not something you know. Like we've been drinking beer for you know hundreds and probably thousands of years, but oh, yeah. but um, not not the way we're doing it now. Like now you're able to like really get scientific with it, and you know like every every different place like will have their different thing. Like some guys are malt guys. They like you know making multi beers, mm-hmm. hoppy beers. Some people are focused on the yeast. You know, there's, there's just, you could focus on a million different things. 18th and, Street has, like, their lactose thing, right? And some yeah, people are into that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so so nowadays with the market being bigger and with it being more accessible to get the kind of equipment to be able to be that precise with the brewing, um, you know, this ain't like, you know, the Catholic Church making the beer back in the 1300s, 1400s where you're just kind of, you know, just throwing everything in a giant-ass kettle and... Because you can't drink oh, the dude, water. Yeah, those, you things, got, you know. those beers are being fermented in like caves because you know yeah, that was a, that was a controlled temperature. You know the monks, you know Belgian monks were, you know were fermenting these just wonderful beers at that time, and you know a lot of these breweries still have those same recipes that they're doing. You know think about the world's oldest brewery right now, Weinsteffener. You know, mm-hmm. out of Germany, they've been around since 1099 AD. Uh, or I'm yeah. at a 1066, I think is what it is. And, yeah. you know, they're still brewing the same recipe. They're still using a lot of the same equipment that was used back then, <laughs> That's too. That's so funny. <laughs> like, I looked, there, I are, there are a couple. And honestly, they have hands of down old. one of the best Hefeweizens in the world still to this day. You know, they brew a, a, a wonderful traditional Oktoberfest. The Hefeweizen is great. Uh, you know, they, their lagers, their Pilsner, they have a wonderful Pilsner. You know, I mean. It's, it's on my bucket list to be out there for, Germ- you know, for Oktoberfest in Germany. Yeah. And I just want to sit down with 
a huge 36 ounce stein of vine stuff yeah um, yeah <laughs> i lived in uh, belgium for two summers i lived there two okay. for years and like it was crazy to go to some of these breweries and be like these breweries are older than our country yes mm-hmm. you know yes. and they have the lineage oh, yeah. to go back and show their family tree and be like you know this is the lineage of my family to go yeah. back yeah. and it's just mind-blowing and like you said some of these people are like this is literally like the original recipe a little play with it yep. but this beer's been around for 600 years and it's like that's longer than your country well think about what like like what schnitz has been doing schnitz has been around since 1961 so i mean and, it, and it, that is old <laughs> that's old yeah 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 i mean what is it you know uh yangling is celebrating 200 years this year i mean yeah. the old, that's, uh, a, that's a bigger deal because because yeah. you know your, yeah well the oldest brewery right they america is pretty that. young and uh, yeah, oh, that probably yeah. put the England pretty. It's probably one of the older. Who went with Sam Adams? You know, are they much I later? They got an eighteen uh, in there. I think. I think they're in the eighties, somewhere in the eighties, seventies, nineteen eighties, nineteen eighties. Oh 19, my goodness, yeah. I'm totally, yeah, I'm yeah, totally wrong then. Yeah, because yeah. that was that commercial that he came around yeah. and they did his thing and. It shows them in the black and white. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought they you're, were older. You're, I tell you what, your average craft beer brewery. I mean, if you consider Sam Adams still a craft beer brewery, you know, as far as like the definition of a craft beer brewery, they're really they're not, not Anheuser. They're not really in that category anymore. Um, you know, but uh, you know. I'd say the average date is, you know, 1985 for craft yeah. beer breweries. I mean, we have Anderson wow. Valley Brewing Company out of Boonville, California. They were established Very in 1987. Young. Well, you that's know. why I wonder, like, you know, because I haven't been over there, but, like, I know in America all the crazy beers we got going on. I wonder how they view a lot of those because mm-hmm. I don't know if they're they still were a bunch that. of kids playing with, with the crayons. Oh, dude, you, know one of the, you know one of the biggest countries for founders all day, IPA? Where? United Kingdom, man. Most of the it's beer such, that was a, being it's made. It's a great beer. That's just a, yeah. <laughs> it's a great beer. I tell you what, that's the reason why they, they had to build a $21 million facility uh, just to make to, uh, an extra brewery just, just to for to, to bump up their, their yield on all day IPA because a shit ton of it was going over to England. I, I, the I UK, dude. consistently say that that is my go to. Mm-hmm. If, there, we, if, if, I, there, if there's nothing else that's wild and there's an all day, I'm going to get an all day every time. It's nope. funny. We, we talked about this the other day. Like, I would love to see the numbers at how much Coors Light, Mill Light, Bud Light has lost in the last five years, ten years even. Oh, dude. How much, like, I'm somebody, like, I used to be so pro Coors Light. That's all I really drank. And now, like, I, I can't remember the last time out a bar, out in public, that, like, I had a Coors Light. They're consistently down in numbers every year. For the past ten years, they've been down millions of barrels. And that's the thing. is like the average craft beer share in the United States is 27%. All right? For, for craft beer, Indiana's is 9%. We're way wow. below what it should be. And, you know, you know the, the big reason is because you have... You know, you have the beer barons, otherwise known as the co-captains, you know, of the liquor stores. I mean, you mm-hmm. probably understand what I'm talking about, Nick. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, you have Budweiser, Miller Coors. You have these guys who are resetting all these doors for all these big chains, you know, liquor store chains. And they are placing their beer where they want to and kind of moving craft beer out of the way. And uh, I think that's something that needs to change in Indiana. I mean, they're, well, um, you know, you, if you go if you go to a liquor store, there's the red door, the blue door. You've got, you know, a Budweiser door with 15 different formats of Budweiser and the Bud well, the Light the same. And then get Coors just, Light the same way. You got you got aisles mm-hmm. at, at, at your at your 
big old chain stores, your Walmarts. You got, yep. you've got, you got hundreds of cases of, of a few types of beers. Yep. How do you like your Budweiser? Do you like it in a can? Well, how big do you like the can? Do you like it in bottles? <laughs> how many cans do you want? How many bottles do you want? Do you want a small? You want a small can? You want a big can? Do you want a white? There's there's 15 different ways to sell a Budweiser. Do you do you think mm-hmm. part of it? And I asked you earlier, and we talked. Because, I, I mean, I could be wrong, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I don't know that Indiana, I mean, why have a couple? We don't have the flagship beers that maybe, like, a Michigan has, you know, with, like, Founders and Bells. And oh, we've like, got them. I mean, we've got, we've got Sun our Sun King? Kings and yeah, our... Yeah, that's what... They, we've, well, got, we've, we've got, got three Fords. Yeah, I mean, three Fords, you know right. Three Fords I respect ours. every brewery, uh, you know, it's, and I'm not shaming, dude. I, I'll be the first guy to tell you that I'll drink a shit ton of Coors Light, man. You know, oh, no, I go absolutely. Camping, you know, it's absolutely. like we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to have, you know, I, I love, you know, I love talking with, you know, reps out on the market and, you know, we're all trying to help each other out and, uh, you know, I mean, we recently, unfortunately, we we parted ways with Evil Check, and it was a business decision. You know, I had an account that was one of the top accounts in the state of Indiana, and I looked at him and was like, look, if, you know, unfortunately we're not selling Evil Check anymore, but if you want the contact to still get this, I can get these guys to, you know, to get you beer, you know? So it's like, you know, I could have e- very easily said, oh, don't worry, you know, those, you know, don't worry about those guys, you know, take all my beer, you know, but I would much rather take the high road and say hey we're all trying to do the same thing here in this state yeah. and, and sell beer you know we're just trying to get beer, you beer have, out to people you do have plenty of goods like the heretics like running my life right now oh my gosh Heretic, yeah you're those, all about the yeah. juicier oh yeah, yeah all those those oh, yeah. great i just i just told nick i just got that new uh heretic in and I read the first three ingredients and i didn't read the fourth ingredient <laughs> everyone i'm allergic to the big pee the big P, pineapple. Oh yeah, yeah. Which beer? What is it? Did you get? Did you guys get the? Uh, which beer did you get? The. Uh, I'm trying to think. The, God you, you got the Herod. Fr- you got the fruitful the fr- world. Yes, that's and, yeah, that's it. the that's strawberry it. guava Berliner. Yes. Just See, I heard the strawberry guava. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just got it today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, we'll I read the first three we'll ingredients in a cartwheel, and then got it and read the fourth ingredient. It was just like, God, like such a weird thing to be allergic to. Indiana's, it's Indiana, so awesome. Indiana's the number one so market uh, for Heretic Brewing Company. Really? Right Outside their own county. You know, they're in Fairfield, California. A couple cool things come out of Fairfield. Heretic Brewing Company and Jelly Belly Beans. And um, But, you know, you're always going to sell more beer in your county out there. But sure. Indiana's the number one market. That's I mean, wild. it's you know, Make America Juicy and Juicier Than Thou are just killing it. Juicier Than Thou is, is, is my favorite beer right it, now. I always get it. That's the, Is that the mango one? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Oh, they, yeah. did a, they did a one-off last year with Passion Fruit, and I really dug that one. I mean, you really got to like Passion Fruit. My the wife ma- really dug that the one. Mandarin the mango was, was a year-round item. Uh, but it was still, I liked it a lot. Uh, Make America Juicy, I like a lot too. Um, but I mean, they're also cool play on words, and it's mm-hmm. funny. But yeah, the juicier than now is probably my oh, favorite dude. beer right now. Uh, Jamil Zanishev is the the brewer out there, and he's written multiple books. I mean, he wrote wow. the recipe for the Brewers Association of the United States. Uh, for the New England style IPA, there you go. Oh, he just that, released a new book. Is he you know, the just all about yeast. Is he the Godfather of New England IPAs? He's pretty much man. I mean, is it New England or is it Northeast? It's New England IPA. New England. I don't know what they called it, but you know, years ago. I mean, honestly, I think the New England style IPA was probably an accident. 
Sure. You know, it was just sure. you know, like, like, hey, I forgot to filter this IPA, and, and it people came like out it. cloudy and hazy, and they drank it, and they're like, word up, this is good. Right. You saying, <laughs> saying I don't have to filter it now? Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. exactly. That's what they do is they add biofine to the, in the brewing process, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of separates a lot of the yeast from the the liquid mm-hmm. itself. And um, but uh, no, there's uh, they're doing some really cool stuff out there, and. Uh, you know, their, you know, their porters, their shallow gray porter, that's what he won, you know, his gold medal for. That's what got him going to, to start a brewery. Um, so we're really proud to have that brand a part of our pro, uh, portfolio. It's good stuff. We're getting on it. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're loving it. Mm-hmm. That heretic. Well, man, we're at, the, we're at the end of it. Yeah. We're at the end of it. That was fun. And I'm, I'm ready for another beer. So I think we're going to have to wrap it up for these for Yeah, these yeah, man. Well, hopefully we'll have some more Pioneer Series uh, beers coming soon. You know, I mean, we've you know we've had a lot of breweries send us some stuff, and, you know, only a handful have passed. So I'd really like to see some more breweries say, hey, we got some good stuff, um, you know, that doesn't necessarily have a distributor. And that's cool, man, because a lot of these small breweries, you know, you don't need to have a distributor. You know, our, our biggest motto, man, or my biggest motto is take care of your backyard, man. Once your backyard's full, start looking into the neighbor's yard, <laughs> you know. And, you know, it's like if you're making beer right now, just, you know, take care of your county. Take care of, of, your, people. of your people. Take care of the pub, your tap house. And, you know, once you start really going crazy, you know, then start looking into the neighbor's yard. And, right. Um, you know, we've had, we get so many people that want us to sell their beer. And, you know, we get probably at least 15 to 20 emails a week. Wow. You know, and all these breweries have been in operation for either 10 years, five years. I mean, we even had a submission that you guys only been in business for eight weeks. Wow. And, They're trying uh, to get it out there. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, and, and we'll always help people along. Sure. Even if your beer doesn't pass the Pioneer Series, we'll let you, we'll let people know, be like, hey, this is what's wrong with it. We want you to be successful. Sure, we want right. you to move in the right direction. We don't want you to be brewing shitty beer. We want you to be successful and make some money yeah. and get people a good beer. Yeah. And I think that what this pro, and that's what this program is all about. It's, it's about education. It's about letting people know that, hey, there is good beer out there. I was talking to Casey about this earlier. Like we have this whole generation of kids, you know, starting to come out and drink, you know, 21, 22, 23 years old, you know, that didn't drink, you know, the domestics and the dirty 30s like we did when they we didn't were have 21. They didn't have to go through that. that right. You know, I was passage. drinking. I was drinking hams and PBR and Bud. We tried. We, and, we had to find uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to find <laughs> it. They had no wait for it. Yeah, no. They have us. They yeah, have, they yeah. have yeah. us guys Olympia, that just lead them right to Olympia, it. You ever have Olympia beer? No. It just says a horseshoe and it even says good luck on it. Like, <laughs> it even says good luck it on it. Good luck on it. I just remember that being like, I want it. Right on. Right. <laughs> right on. Right. I want to try it. It's, it's like Cook's. Cooks, I don't know if you guys ever see the Cooks packaging. The, the cost on that is like 35 cents a can. You know, you get a 30-pack for ten ninety nine. You know what you're getting yourself in. a case. That's why we bought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, never. I'll never forget looking at the can. <laughs> and there's a horse shoe that just says, good luck. Like we, like we, we both no know how you're going to feel you know in the morning. So good yeah, luck. We both know what you're about to get into. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, we're just, we just want to educate people and be like, hey, these are the flavors that you need to look for. You know, uh, you know, if you taste that diacetyl flavor, which is, you know, in a beer, which is that buttery flavor, you know, something happened during, uh, 
you know, uh, the uh, brewing process that, you know, something got infected during it, whether it was a cleaning issue. You know, 99.9% of brewing is cleaning. Yeah. You know, yep. you don't want to have any bacteria in it. You know, with nitrogen, you got to have nitrogen in your beer. That's what pushes the beer through. They, you know, that's something that is checked for. You know, most beer is a 25%, you know, it was nitrogen, 75% uh, CO2 mix. Uh, you know, CO2 is huge. You got to have the bubbles in them. You know, we're, we're checking for those. Mm-hmm. Um, and oxidation. You know, there's always, uh, you know, something can always happen to the beer, whether, you know, it, during packaging or fermentation or brewing, you know, stirring the mash too hard. Sure. You know, yeah. Stirring it up, you know, way too much, splashing it around. That can cause oxidation. So, um, so yeah. So, those are the things that we check for. And, um, you know, we're hopefully we're very proud of this uh, this thing and uh, of what we do with the Pioneer series, and we're the only distributor that does something like that. So that's awesome. I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me in on this. Yeah, and no problem. Every time, all the time. We like all the beers, even the ones that don't pass. <laughs> yeah, because they're still fucking really, really Dude, awesome. We need to put Natter Days in the Pioneer series. It, I, now it's a phenomenon. <laughs> yes, the Natter Days is. It, uh, they did, I don't think they they couldn't have out. known. Yeah, they couldn't have known that it was gonna blow up. This was not seasonal. <laughs> they, they're looking at those sales saying, all year, baby. We're not, days for days, man. No, that's, we're not stopping. Yeah, the uh, they're taking over the world. Huge, I tell you what, the only time I ever had Natter Days, and it was the first time I had it, it was 8.30 in the morning at Centerpoint Brewing Company. I shotgunned one with all like, the guys. All right. And it didn't I touch you. I was like, I could drink this all day. And, <laughs> and I will let you know that you can. Yeah, I have done July, it. My wizard staff, check it out. Yeah. We're, we're going to get into it hard. Oh, man. So. Right on. Good deal. Well, this was a whole lot of fun. Sean, thanks again. No, thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to come back and do some more. Uh, we've got a new brewery coming out in July called uh, Single Cut uh, Beersmiths, and you know they're out of Queens, New York. Uh, we're super excited. We're going to be uh, really putting the buzz out for the Summer Brew Fest and Military Park coming up July 27th. If you guys want to come down, Ooh. we'll have a uh, we'll have a single cut booth out there. Um, we're going to have like this cool like DJ table set up and just yeah, they're. Like I said, they're really into the whole music scene, and cool. you know, uh, all their beers are you know as some kind I'm sure of when we get it, rock. We can throw uh, some bands together and make it a night. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about, dude. I would love to, man. We're we're just doing draft only release, so if you guys want to do maybe a few drafts or you we know four drafts. Oh, we'll get there. We're gonna do dude, it, dude. We can do a launch party here, and you know, we already got some shows lined up for August. So there we go. We'll throw that That's on the time and make I'm it looking a for big old, big party. Area, we're going to do it. Just order the ones with the guitar handle taps. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But before we do that, we're going to drink a lot tonight. That's what we're going to do. I'm down with so, that. So, Casey, thanks again. Thank you. Uh, we're down here at the North End Pub. We're going to drink some more beer. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see you all next time on another episode of Brews with Dudes. Word up. <laughs>